Well, good morning and welcome to today's daily devotion, your daily PPE. Uh, It is Monday, brand new week, brand new devotion, I guess brand new devotion, it's a new scripture, so brand new week, Um, some wisdom coming your way. We're looking at Proverbs chapter 16 today because today is August the 16th, so I encourage you to read through the whole chapter of Proverbs. There's a proverb for every day of the month. Uh, But we're going to focus on verse number 5 out of Proverbs chapter 16. Uh, I think I already mentioned this, but it's Monday. Welcome to Monday. Happy Monday to you. Uh, The title of today's devotion is Be Humble, Not Prideful. Proverbs 16.5, Solomon writes, The Lord detests the proud. They will surely be punished. I like the way Eugene Peterson puts this verse in the message. He says, God can't stomach arrogance or pretense. And then he goes on to say, believe me, he'll put those braggarts in their place. I kind of like that. Let's address the wording here that Solomon uses in this particular passage or this particular scripture. So first of all, what is pride? Um, I'm sure you've heard many different things about what pride is and what it isn't. So uh, let's just let's just start right there. What is pride? In the English Standard Version, uh, the Word of God translates this verse like this. He says, uh, ESV says, "Everyone who is arrogant in heart." I like how uh, how it translates pride in that being arrogant in your heart, and that is an abomination. To the Lord, arrogance of in heart is trusting in yourself or putting your wisdom, your knowledge, um, your plans, uh, promoting yourself above God, and basically what you're doing is you're making yourself an idol. It runs right along parallel with humanism, where I'm the most important, or mankind is the most important, or man is a god, and and uh, this is why. Uh, and the reasoning behind why Solomon says it's so destroying, because we need forgiveness of sin. And if we allow pride into our lives, then we are saying that we don't need Jesus. We don't need God for salvation. Whatever I need, I can take care of myself because of my knowledge, because of my wisdom, whatever, whatever it may be that pride brings into our hearts. We don't need God because we have ourselves. Solomon uses the word wording in the New Living Translation. He uses says that God detests this. And you probably know what this word means. It's um, the dictionary defines it as disliking or dislike intensely. You may define it as hatred towards something, turning completely away from something, or not liking something in the worst of way. The Hebrew word for it is tawabot, which is something disgusting to the Lord. And actually, this wording means, which is very interesting here when it comes to pride, the Hebrew wording and the Hebrew word that's used there means idolatry or idol, which brings to the surface why the Lord would dislike this so much. As a matter of fact, in dealing with idols and idol worship or making oneself an idol or making me an idol, however you want to look at pride, 
um, this was one of the very first commandments. Actually, it is the very first commandment in Exodus 23 that God gave the children of Israel. He said, you must not have any other gods before me. You must not have an idol. You must not allow pride into your life. And pride is making yourself into an idol, your selfishness, your ambition. Um, and I want to point this out, and I'm, I'm pointing this out to you so very much because I want you to understand the severity of this action of the heart and how pride destroys lives so much. And this is why God so much wants us to remove every part of pride, even the parts of pride that lurks in the very darkest corners of our hearts, because when we least expect it, that pride will rise up and it'll come to the surface and it'll destroy us. And God says, you got to deal with pride. Satan is a perfect example of pride. Satan, formerly known as the angel Lucifer, was one of the most beautiful of angels in all of heaven. The Bible tells us and gives us the historical background for Lucifer in Isaiah chapter 14 and Ezekiel chapter 28. In Ezekiel 28, specifically verse number 17, we read that Ezekiel, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is prophesying or he's speaking about what happened to Lucifer. And he says, your heart become became proud on account of your beauty. And listen to this part. You corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. Lucifer apparently became so impressed with his beauty, with his intelligence, his power, his position, that he began to desire for himself the honor and the glory that belonged to God alone. That, my friends, is pride. That's the sin of pride, and that's what corrupted Lucifer. And was and this was a this pride is a self-generated situation, a self-generated sin, and it brought him to his destruction. And this is what caused and and actually brought on the destruction of Lucifer. The Bible goes on to say in verse number eighteen of Ezekiel twenty-eight that the pride becomes so bad and that God had to judge him and he threw him to the earth or threw him out of the earth or out of the kingdom of heaven. And so pride, there's a couple of things about pride in this in this passage of Ezekiel, Isaiah, and this passage of Proverbs 16. First of all, it indicates that ever so clearly that the Bible points out that pride will not enter into heaven. That no form of pride whatsoever will be allowed into heaven. This is why Solomon and the rest of the word of God points out the severity of this sin. It Pride is at the root of every other sin because it so secretly destroys lives from the inside out. Next, it points out that pride will not be tolerated or allowed in God's presence, not only in heaven, but in his presence. So with that in mind, you understand why God detests this sin so much is because he cannot be in the presence of us and and he will not be in the presence of prideful actions and pride. He despises it. As a matter of fact, he can't even be around it because of his righteousness. Another thing it points out is that pride also brings with it its own destruction, its own judgment. It's not that God judges pride in our lives, although he will, and eventually he will someday. But what happens is pride brings with it its own judgment. It destroys us. 
Solomon wrote in another proverb, Proverbs 16, 8, uh, he says, pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. This brings out, in our passage of scripture today, it brings out uh, in in, in verse number five, which is just above this verse number eight that I just recorded, uh, it brings out the portion of scripture that says, surely will be punished because pride brings its own consequences. And the consequences are destruction and ultimately death for those who go through life and do not repent of it. So the wisdom and the understanding for this morning and for this week as we begin a new week it's to turn pride, which will give turn away from pride and repent of pride, and that will give give way to grace and wisdom in our lives. I want to end with a couple of more verses here. James, in James chapter four, verse number six, James quotes a lot of proverbs, but he in this particular passage he quotes Proverbs three thirty four, which says, "God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble." Humility is the direct opposite of pride. Solomon wrote one more other time in Proverbs eleven twelve: when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. Solomon is saying, when you get rid of pride, then your life is allowing God's wisdom to come in. And that's what God wants. Jesus said in Luke 14, 11, he said, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. I encourage you today, be humble, not prideful. As you increase in wisdom and understanding, allow the Holy Spirit to remove the pride from our lives. You may say, well, Pastor Rob, uh, I don't have really have pride in my heart. Right there, you got pride in your heart. <laughs> it, it sneaks in. We want to be humble. And we just want to say, Lord, forgive us of the pride. It comes into our lives. It sneaks into our lives in every little way, shape, and form daily into our lives. And I just want to encourage you today, ask for forgiveness of that pride. Don't let it set in and don't let it become part of your life. Heavenly Father, thank you for this scripture. Thank you for reminding us, Lord, that there's always a little bit of pride in our hearts. God, there's always a little bit of pride there that's sneaking its way in because Satan knows that is something that will completely destroy God's people. God, help us to rely on your spirit, on your wisdom. And God, let us turn our pride into wisdom as we go about our day and our week, Lord. God, let us be aware of what you're saying and speaking into our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you and thank you for joining me today. I hope you have a wonderful week. Um, remember, I'm praying for you. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful Monday. I hope your day has already started off great. And I hope that this wisdom will help you do what God has called you to do today and for the rest of the week. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Lord willing, I'll see you tomorrow.